Hey Hi. everyone! Welcome to Welcome to Query. <laughs> well, no, that wait. was the first time we've ever got it right. <laughs> oh, what do you Jesus. say? Hey everyone, welcome. Hey everyone, welcome to the Query. I say hi. So, hey everyone, and welcome to the Query. Yeah. Hey, hey everyone, and welcome, welcome to, to the, the Query. Query. So, we have a very exciting guest here today. Um, we're very excited to welcome Beverly Kills. Hi. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. We are. So excited to chat with you. So, so excited. I'm excited to be here. I as I heard like a, a rumor or a skerrick of information that Lula the Muns came on here <laughs> and made some horrible comments. So I will be like putting like bits of Lula the Muns slander throughout the podcast. I think that's fair. Mm. I think that's Are you ready, fair. Lulu? Watch out. Um, so as per usual, a few questions. Um, so what are your pronouns and what names do you go by and when? Um, everyone calls me Bev or Beverly. I've sort of given up on trying to have like a, um, I'm, when I've got the wig on, I'm this. And when I've got the wig off, I'm that. Um, first, for some people, it works really well. For me, I've just decided that like, I'm just sort of always Bev, but it depends on like what level the volume's at. <laughs> so everyone just calls me Bev. Um, but out of drag, my pronouns are he, him. And in drag, my pronouns are she, her. Good. So, question with your drag name. Mm. We so Beverly kills. Mm-hmm. So it alludes to like killing people. Mm. So how many people have you murdered? <laughs> before or after tonight? Ah, uh, before. 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 Zero. And after tonight, <laughs> one, two, three, four, five people. <laughs> so, how did you choose your drag name? Um, well, I sort of landed on Beverly Kills because it is a play on the word it's not a word, two words, Beverly Hills. Do you know yes. how and long it took me to realise that? Yeah, I've had it. <laughs> Embarrassing. Every now long. and then, and it will never be at a normal time. It's always like the strangest times at like 2 a.m. on a Wednesday. Someone just messages me and goes, I woke up in hot sweats and realised that your name was a pun. And I'm like, Beverly Hills <laughs> is a place in Hollywood, Los Angeles. I love it. Congratulations <laughs> for figuring yeah, it out. Yeah, and I'm a night owl, so I'll always see the message. I'm like, what the? Like, I'm like, it took you that long? And I'm like, anyway. So my first drag name was Ida Kills. Ida oh, was the name of I my grandmother. This. And Kills was from the singer Natalia Kills. Natalia Kills was the singer on The X Factor. And she was like, you're an embarrassment. You look like my husband. Do you remember her? No. Oh my God. No, there I is don't. like okay. Australian X Factor or like UK or something. New Zealand oh. X Factor. Oh, okay, how will I know? New Zealand <laughs> X Factor. So Natalia Kills, who I just loved her music. I loved the name. And I was like, well, she's being cancelled. So I will take, take her name because you. she's not Thank using much. it. I love um, And I'll put my grandmother's name, Ida. That sounds good. Um, and then over COVID, I realized that the name wasn't hidden in the same way that I wanted it to. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, look, if we have a worldwide pandemic now is the time to like shake things up i was talking to my housemate at the time asphyxia who's another great drag queen um about what i would name like my drag child i'm like probably beverly kills i'm like what's well, a better name than ida kills and they're like yeah it, it is the <laughs> yeah we were on our like once a week grocery shop run when it was like early days of COVID. remember when like going to the grocery shop was like the yeah most mine was the raffers i was yeah. raffers every morning with my roommates and it was like our venture and it was the most terrifying thing you could do when yeah. you're like holy fucking shit like we are going yeah. crazy yeah. yeah so we'd go to the shops and we would talk about that and then i was like wait i need to change my name and then once i started being able to perform again i just was like just debuted myself as Beverly Kills. I love it. And this. it went really well. Yeah. Wow. Really good. Yeah. But every now and then someone will be like, wasn't your name Ida? And I'm like, we don't talk about that. Don't talk about it. It's in the past. Yeah. I kind of just have to, at first I wanted to be like, I just pretend like she didn't exist. And I'm yeah. like, I need to embrace it. Yeah. Yeah. And how, cause how long were you doing it before? Like with the Ida Kills name? A year. Yeah. But now so, I've been Beverly for like two years. Yeah. 
So enough yeah. time, I guess you don't want to erase the past. But you just be like, "This is my new name." Yeah, new yeah, Thank yeah, you. yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't hide from the past. I um, I just sort of look at it every four to six weeks and go. <laughs> I because I never knew as Ida. I only mm. have only ever seen you perform as Bev. Thank God. <laughs> Good feedback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And as Lily the Muns would say, my makeup has since improved. So I'm glad that that's what oh. you've seen as well. <laughs> Lovely. It's the new era. Mm. Um. So you said that the first time you did drag was. A year before COVID, so 2019. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Um, so how did you first get into it? What was the steps? Um, I watched a TV show called RuPaul's Drag Race. And as most drag queens in 2022, or at least this sort of, I'm going to call it this era of drag, mm-hmm. that's how most drag queens start. There's no like natural like start in the clubs and then meet mm-hmm. some drag queens and then you become friends with them. Then you probably end up sleeping with one of them. Then you put on one of their costumes the morning after. Oh, That's how most drag queens yeah. would start. Yeah, nice. But I watched the, the show and I was, I really connected with Evie Oddly and I was like, she's oh, really cool. Like she's like fierce and she's, she's grungy and she's like, not like the other girls. And I kind of related to that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, cool. Like I'll try this. And you know, I spent a, a good few months in my bedroom, just like trying different makeup products. And this is a person as a boy, I was never introduced to makeup in my life. So I would just mm-hmm. buy like whatever looked colorful enough. And I'm like, this is great. The eyeshadow goes on the lip. This is fabulous. Mm. Uh, it, it doesn't go on the lips. <laughs> it's uh, really not and it looks bad. Um, <laughs> and then I was like, fuck it. Like I, I have too much fun doing this. People go out and drag. I've seen people do drag shows um, and I want to do it. So mm. I just did. Yeah. And I was like, I'll just take it by the balls and go for it. Yeah. Um, my first night in drag was at an event. It's no longer in Brisbane anymore, which is a bit of a shame, but it's still in Melbourne and Sydney called Honcho Disco. It's like a very, very militantly queer mm-hmm. uh, disco night of like music. And I wouldn't even say drag, but I'd call it like queer performance art. And Love. it needs to be like aggressively queer. Otherwise there's like, there's no place for it. Okay. It's amazing. Yeah. It's a safe space to be angry and queer and disgusting and fabulous. Mm-hmm. And I was like, if I'm going to be a first-time drag queen, this is the place for me. Mm-hmm. I went and had the best time ever. Awesome. Wow. And then I just sort of kept going, did some competitions, won some competitions, lost some competitions in a very tragic style. Um, and now here I am. Here you go. So I love. What was the reaction when you first started doing drag from people where, like, that you know and, like, the public? Um, I kind of kept it secret from the people that I knew at first, to be honest, because, like, you, I think Freya had a really good point when she was on the podcast. You come out to your family one time and then you, if you're a drag queen, you might need to come out to your family two or three times. Mm-hmm. And it was the same for me. Like my parents knew I was gay. They were chill with it. Took them a while to sort of understand it. They were always accepting, which I'm really grateful for. Took them a while to understand it though. Um, and then with the drag, I'm like, oh, they're really the not going to understand thing. this one. So I kept it a secret for as long as I could. Yeah. Um, and then I was like, I just need to, I need to make sure that they embrace it. Because, yeah, I have a good relationship with my parents. I'm very lucky. Yeah. So I, may, I wanted to make sure that they were understanding and accepting. And then everyone else's opinions didn't really matter to me, to be honest. Yeah. I so love cool. that. So they're I love very that. accepting. They're amazing. They're yeah. so good. Yeah. yeah. They live in, like, they live, like, far enough away that they don't get to see me very often. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I've got a really, really cool, important show where they can, like, sit like, down. Yeah. Yeah. There for <laughs> yeah. it. So yeah. I've got, like, a theatre show. I'm like, you have to come to this. Yeah. Um, for sure. And they come. They're the first time ever. They get really, They get really drunk. They cheer, like psychopaths yeah it's amazing like yeah. Yeah, I love my dad. <laughs> so good so your shows tend to include some kind of something a whip a fire uh, a moment if you will um what made you decide to include that into your performance style i suppose um gosh i kind of feel like beverly kills 
the mm-hmm. name suggests that that's coming anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's good because a lot of people are like, oh, that's really cool. But it's like, they're not like shocked by the fact that it's there. It kind of make, makes sense. Um, it's I don't not know. like elderflower coming out with a whip. <laughs> yeah, I would be, I would be concerned if that happened. And I would also I be equal, well, I'd be equally concerned if I came out in like a beautiful, like Victorian piece and like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah. <laughs> Multiverse of madness, but it's gay. Yeah. Um, but I really made a lot of friends and connections and love with like the burlesque community Um, because I might be gay, but I do love titty. Mm -hmm. And then I would see some more alternative sides of burlesque. And I was like, Oh, like there's not a lot of drag Queens like doing this sort of stuff. And I'm like, like, I'll I'll give it a crack. Yeah. A literal crack. Yeah. Literal crack. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, well, well, why not? Like I really, really enjoy being able to bring, that element of the drag show that people are not expecting. Yeah. The good thing about drag race is that, you know, everyone sort of sees and understands what a drag queen is. At least like, I would say like a younger generation or a more liberal generation might understand what a drag queen is, mm-hmm. but we still have the opportunity to turn that definition on its head. And I'm not saying at all, I'm changing the face of drag because I'll leave that to the amazing people. Like, like, I don't know, like I think Asphyxia is a really great example of someone who is mm-hmm. absolutely changing drag. But I think you if are. I can like sort of steer the wheel like yeah. a couple degrees to the left, then I'm like, let's That's how go that happens, way. I think it's not one person or two people who are doing so much. It's like mm. everyone joining together to like make those little like yeah. mini community. Totally. Yeah. Like so I, cool. I think when I started, um, because I was like so inspired by people like I saw on TV, like Evie Oddly, I was like, oh my God, like I'm going to change the face of drag. And I kind of had this like quite like selfish and narcissistic mindset of my own drag being like, mm-hmm. I'm changing the space drag and no one does drag like me. And I'm like, no one does drag like you because it looks dreadful. Um, <laughs> and, and yeah, it was the, the, the eyeshadow on the lips for me. Um, <laughs> and then I was like, well, no, that's a really like narcissistic way to look at it. Drag mm-hmm. is a community sport, not a solo sport. And then I was like, well, instead of being the change, I'll just be part of the change. I'll just be mm-hmm. like, you know, people you see on like the Gold Coast and they have like the BR, uh, buses and they all cycle and they push the bus. No, I've never seen that. What? No, you know, I'm trying to explain it. It's real. So I people, swear it's real. Have you seen those things and there's they're like a, they're like a little mini bus and there's like ten people sitting on the outside of the bus and they're all pedaling and it pushes I've the bus along. Literally never in seen this in my course. life. Yeah, I think so. Well, I really want to see that. But to me, that's I mean, drag I, because I, I everyone's pushing and everyone's drinking. Yeah. Nice. Okay, I love it. Look it up. Can we edit a photo of what that is? Yeah. <laughs> we'll put it on the Instagram. Insert image of people cycling on a bus with, and they all like drink alcohol because that's more fun. For those who are just listeners and not viewers, it'll be on the Instagram. I, no, I've never heard of this. I think, but I, I love it. I yeah. Like Can we do it? Query, I want it. query team yep. takes Absolutely. the bike. The query field trip. The yeah. bu- I'm down. The bike bus. I'm down. <laughs> so... Since you're a listener of the podcast. I am. I love the query. Can I do a quick ad? (laughs) Do it. Do it. Um, I'm Beverly Kills and I endorse the query. You should listen to it. And if you don't. You're homophobic. Yeah. And we're not even bad. You hate gays. Watch it. It's good. Good good content. That was good. We'll put that on the Insta. It's not good. (laughs) (laughs) The best. So as you know then, Amber's spoken about her experience with religion and how it's affected her. And her process of coming out and being in like the queer space. Do you see religion as a beneficial aspect to the queer community or a hindrance? I don't know. Like every now and then I will come across a queer person who has religious faith or like still believes in, sorry, I shouldn't say still believes, um, that believes in 
a god or has a faith sometimes faith that i've never heard of as well or sometimes very mm-hmm. very common faiths mm-hmm. and every now and then that will blow my mind because to me at least from what i know the queer experience is you get raised in a religious household and then by the time you turn like 17 18 you start questioning the world and then you reject it because you're not about hate you're about love but the more i've learned about religion especially being an adult now is that so many people have found religion and it's actually helped them find the love that they need and to me, that has just completely blown my mind. That's so interesting. I've never, I've never heard of it in that way, and that is crazy. To Do you know me. what I mean? Yeah. Well, when I like first like moved out of home and like I like let I like graduated school and I moved out of home and I started being like an, a functioning adult, I would be like, "Fuck religion!" Like I don't agree with it, yada yada. And the more I sort of like met people and you know expanded my mindset as an adult, I was like, mm-hmm. "Oh shit!" Like religion's very well and alive, and people are in it by choice. Yeah. It's not just me who experiences these these feelings. People mm-hmm. have different experiences of religion up until the day they die. It's not a thing you reject at 18 like I thought everyone else did. I've steered away from religion and I'm much happier without it. Yeah, absolutely. But But it's good to to understand. Totally, but people have gone to religion and makes them happy. So I'm like, all right, well, whatever floats your If it makes you happy and you're not being a dick to me, then fine. Um, Nice. Bible reference? Yeah. Mm. Well, I did go to Catholic school for 13 years. Mm, Can I say, I was so gay in Catholic school. When I applied for school captain, they were like, oh, like, can't really give it to you. (gasps) Oh! But that wasn't that wasn't an issue. I sort of knew that going in. I no, was, but also no, it is an issue. No, no, no. It was it was a very known and like accepted fact. It, I don't think they did it out of means of discrimination. They did it out of means of making sure that they were having the the right people represent the school in a way that was visible God to the honoring. church. God mm. honoring, visible to the church. Because they yeah. have to keep that. Yeah, but I still got given my title when I applied for school captain, and they gave me. Spiritual captain. <laughs> I feel like you came I'm out like, on top. Like, That's so good. Just say poofed up. Like, just say faggot. Like, uh. and I was like, and then I was like, spiritual captain. Oh my God, I love that. That's so much better than school captain. I know. Uh, yes. Anyway, so that was like my like high school experience. And I was like, okay. And I kind of like, through that process, I actually did find a bit of faith. Mm-hmm. And it was funny because I was like, raised in religion, didn't really understand to question it. And then... Mm-hmm then rejected it as maybe like a 14, 15 year old. And then it's like a 16, 17 year old. I actually went back to religion. Yes, I was just going to say that. A lot of gay people have a renaissance. Uh, Beyonce's new album coming out in a couple of months. <gasps> a lot of people have a renaissance with religion where they come back to it and they go, is this for me? And they either stay or they leave. Yep. Really? I left, but. That's I, that, interesting. I didn't know that. Like I think a lot of good people. Do you know what I mean? I was just going to say that. I was just going to say, it's such a journey where you grow up in this thing and it is all you ever know. Mm. So how do you learn to question that because it is all you've ever known from a child. It's like being taught to walk or to speak. It is all you have ever known is this is how the world is. Mm. And you go through that because, you know, you get you, your parents say that this is, this is the way it is. And you go through that until you get to an age where you go, hmm, actually, uh, not too sure. Yeah. That doesn't sound right. I've heard this from school and they've said that and that makes actually more sense to me. And so then you go along this path of that for a while. But then you kind of look back and you're like, but wait a second, me going through this is saying that everything I've ever learnt is wrong. So maybe I need to actually do both. Or like maybe I need to come back to this for a second and make sure actually this isn't mm. right. And I was the same. I got to that point and went, mm, definitely not for me. I'm good. Mm. Um, and I've moved away from it too. And like my parents are still super religious. They go to church twice a week. Um, my sister's... My, yeah, my older sister still um, goes, I think. But me and my other sister have mostly sort of steered away from it just because it's not, it's not for want, me. Yeah. It's not for me. Yeah, it doesn't exactly. make me... Is it, has it been related to the fact that you are queer? 
It ha- yes, I think a lot of it stemmed from that. When I was <laughs> way back <laughs> in high school and I was like, I'm an ally. I'm an ally for the queer community. Yeah. Um, I kept saying, I would have arguments with my dad. But I was in this stage where I would be like, my God doesn't hate gay people. My God wants you to be whoever you are. Like if, my, if God put me on earth as a queer person, he put me here. Why, the, why would he put me on earth and be like, actually, I hate you. Uh, and you're gonna burn in hell like Mm. I went through this stage of like my god wouldn't do that and then I just kind of was like actually I just learned about more things and like the universe and spirituality and all these other things that weren't organized religion and I think that's where I sort of steered to I didn't like the politics and the the hierarchy and the organization of uh faith Mm. I was like, I don't like that I have to follow rules of what I believe. I want to believe what I believe. Yeah. And then I kind of veered off and to whatever else I believe in now, which is a question mark. I don't really know. Mm. Just I don't think you have to know. It is, you yeah. You don't have to know. I think the one thing that everyone has in their life is that everyone has something that they worship. Everyone has their mm-hmm. own form of religion. It just doesn't or does does may or may not have a name to it. Mm-hmm. Because when I sort of like left left religion a second time i found drag Mm. and that has just sort of drag is your religion drag is now my religion and it's just sort of replaced it just does it's just not called religion it's just what i do that's just what i'm passionate about Mm -hmm. i think um as well like your lifestyle yeah because i guess religion for many people is a lifestyle Mm -hmm. yeah people like i'm gonna counterpoint everyone's argument being gay is absolutely a lifestyle Mm -hmm. it is a lifestyle and it's an expensive lifestyle (laughs) (laughs) and there is glitter in like the edges of all your carpets nice Mm -hmm. um and you know everyone's body stands are different when you're gay but i love this lifestyle Mm -hmm. um i feel like i like i sort of found religion again because i sort of like when i became an adult i became very conscious of um it was a very like existential fear of life. Yes. And then I found religion. I'm like, oh, thank God. Calm myself down. Like there's a, a bit more comforting. And then I found drag and I was like, it's just as comforting, but it's more fun. Yeah. And I'm going to go there and yeah. I can drink at that church. Fierce. I can get yeah. fucked up. Mine was. They have vodka Red Bulls there. That's what, Good. That's what matters. <laughs> it's <laughs> the vodka Red Bulls. Yeah. yeah. Although mine, the church has wine. Mine yeah, but didn't. the Wickham has like aioli peri-peri chips. Yep. You know, and pineapple I think I know soda. the winner there. Pineapple soda. Have you had the pineapple soda at the Wickham? Oh, bitch. Yeah, oh, I need it. to get one. Period. <laughs> so we've seen some interesting pushes in the US. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, I'm just this this being horrible to the sound topic. producer. <laughs> oh, that was a bad one. Yeah. This is a bad one. <laughs> okay, so we've seen some interesting pushes for bag- bagging, banning drag shows. Mm. Um, for minors in the US. Mm. What are your thoughts on this? Please do tell. It's it's baffling. It's beyond <laughs> it is beyond ridiculous. Like Can state, we get insight into it? So what's happening? What's the Oh, context is uh State of Texas has proposed not passed, but proposed a bill. Um I don't know from what party. I'm assuming it's the Republican Party. Um, there has been a bill proposed to, um, it's, it's like, it's very specific. Mm. It's to not al- allow a family friendly drag event. Like drag is, drag is allowed, but with no family friendly. So no drag queen story time, no publicly available pride events. Like I drag didn't... queens can't be visible in public is sort of what they're trying to like. Push I for. didn't oh, know that that's what it was. Mm. What did you think it was? 
I just thought it was like banning 18 plus only, no church children shows. can go to things. Mm. I didn't realize they were banning children friendly stuff. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Like, like you cannot have a drag queen and a child be in the same room from like for, an, for an event. Wow. Like, you can't. Yeah, no drag queen story time. None of that. That's why. Why? Well, children aren't allowed in 18 plus venues anyway. Which I understand. For good reason. Yeah, um, of course, totally. Of but in a library, it's a bit different. Yeah, no. The Nina Wests of the world that mm. are actually making really good change for children to be in, able to see that and in, be aware. Yeah, of. be exposed to the queer community from a young age, which I know for a fact I would have benefited from. Oh my it God, is same. Yeah, crazy to, to think the Texas is the, I mean, just when we're talking about religion, like it's the Bible belt, right? Like it's yeah. the whole, It is. they just want to keep that. Con- they're very conservative, which I'm not saying is good at all, but I'm, I'm not surprised that a ban like that it's is happening. But, but it's, it's like the abortion. Personally, ban. yeah. It's very interesting though that they aren't bringing out bills to protect children in schools with gun control but they are protecting children yeah. from drag performers yeah it just it just was dreadful timing considering there was a mass shooting involving exclusively children yes um which is and horrible rupaul said it best i think he said it on jimmy jimmy fallon jimmy kimmel one of the jimmies saying like <laughs> this was he's like this is just the biggest distraction from like the most horrible yeah debate yeah and you're using drag queens and rupaul was like not my fucking drag queens you're not using them and I agree, like, it's, mm. it's sad. It's very sad. It, it is sad. It frustrates me. Um, What's your art form It's almost well? like, it's almost disappointed but not surprised, is how I feel. Yes and yes. It's really frustrating. It's really frustrating. Um, I can't even articulate, like, mm-hmm. what I'm thinking in my head, and it's just pure rage at this point, because... Yep. It, I don't take it personally. I, I I do not consider myself a family-friendly drag queen. And I know that and I, I understand that. Mm-hmm. But but they do exist. I, as a child, would absolutely love to have seen a family-friendly drag queen. Mm-hmm. It's frustrating to me as well that it comes down to a conservative's idea of someone's gender and that is enough to deter them from uh, adding to their child's like enrichment. People have all the time, like, you were having a, a fairy princess party for our five-year-old daughter, um, and we have, like, a person, and they come, and they're dressed up as a fairy. Um, or Snow White, or Rapunzel, or they are whoever. basically drag queens. Sorry, they are drag queens. Like, they're putting on wigs, makeup, and mm-hmm. lashes. So and it pretending is, to be someone else. It is the conservative's mindset and the conservative obsession of what is between someone's legs. And that is all it's really brought to, really, because if it was, like, uh, Fairy Princess story time, um, I don't think we'd be having this no, that's issue. The, that's the underlying issue, then. No, mm. yeah. And it's, 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 it's confusing and it's frustrating um, that uh, the conservative mindset is that, like, oh, you know... Um, People are always about labels and it's confusing to children. I'm like, you're the one that's obsessed with the labels, miss ma'am. Like, yeah. you, like that is confusing to children to say like, oh, like this fairy princess, you can't, uh, you can't enjoy their story time because they have a penis. Mm-hmm. But you that's, wouldn't even know about like, why does the child need to know? Yeah, like like they, it's a child. They are the, if up. anything, the innocence should be like, you are, you are taking their innocence away yeah. from them by allowing them. I was that's just going to say, they are the ones 
making it sexual or yes. making it making it about genitalia by having that conversation. Yeah. It doesn't need to be that. Children don't know. No, they don't they know. Care. They don't know. They don't care. They don't know. They don't care. They, they're a child. They don't have that part of their brain that's developed yeah. to understand that. And yet. it comes back to literally what I was just no. saying before about when you are brought up away, it is all you know. And if that is all they know, they don't care. Like, and I'll say as well, I, I will say, I use the word penis, but I'm not saying that like only men are drag queens. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, the conservative mindset is that's that only is, men is, are drag queens. Yeah. So that's, that's why it's frustrating because you don't have the, the fairy princess parties being banned. I don't know. It's Do frustrating. Do you think what fuels your passion for it is like, you would have loved to see that as a Fuck. kid? Yes. And you think, are you why kidding? are we still yeah. making this a thing now? Are you kidding? Oh my God, yeah. Like, my coming out process was pretty great. There are thousands of people who have a very different story to me. Mm-hmm. And that is, that is sort of, that is who I'm angry for. That's what I'm really, really angry for. Yeah, it's not even for yourself. It's not like, fuck you, I can't perform. No, it's, it's, it's these not. children that I'm missing out. Absolutely. Yeah. And like, I don't know. It's it making was, it such a political issue. Yeah, I don't know. I saw a fabulous, um, like, fucking, it's not news, but it was like some Twitter statement, but it was correct. Mm-hmm. It was like a uh, number of um, children harmed in mass shootings, this many. Number of children uh, molested or harmed in churches, this many. <laughs> number of children molested and harmed at drag shows, zero. Mm-hmm. You're, like, yeah. oh, you're like, that's... Actually, look quite at what true. That's really interesting how that works. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. Yeah, and I'm like, well... You know, if you look at statistically, I don't think it's. Just, I don't think. I don't think the USA is unfortunately. I don't think it runs like they that. They aren't looking no. at statistics. No, they're no, looking no, no. at. They're looking at the word of God. And conser- yeah, yeah. <laughs> and conser- I mean, it's, specifically in those areas, like in Texas, like that's. It's just. They're yeah. literal- We're trying to make a giant conversation. We're trying to make this giant topic into like a quick five minute conversation. There's yeah. obviously like a lot of nuance missing. Correct. Yeah. But basically, I'm really angry. And Overall, it is, it's fucked it's up. Ridiculous. It is. I will happily debate at length with any person who disagrees Mm -hmm. because I can usually be like, oh, I can understand why Mm -hmm. you think this. I can understand maybe a conservative mindset of this part of um, legislation. This is like the one thing where I'm like, this makes zero sense to me. It literally doesn't make sense. It makes zero sense to me. Yeah. It makes zero sense to me. I don't know if you know this, but in Brisbane, uh, I believe before COVID, it was before COVID, an amazing um, South East Queensland performer, Diamond Goodrum. She had a drag queen story at the time. She was just pleasantly reading to children and it was protested. People came and they crashed the drag queen story time and scared the kids. So while Diamond's just being the amazing person she is, reading to children, it was, it was, um, what is it when you go somewhere and you interrupt it? Uh, Like gate crashed by protesters. Um, and what's the harmful thing there? Yeah, I was like, I'm like, well, yeah. the children are going to be traumatized by one part of that day, and it's not the drag queen yeah. reading the hungry caterpillar. Like, it's yeah. it's really frustrating. That's insane. It's really frustrating. That it's story just disappointing. If you don't know the story, like, look more into it. There is there's a quite sad ending, which you won't go into on the podcast, but mm-hmm. like, it ends dreadfully. And that sad ending is again proving my point that. Queer kids need queer representation. Yeah. Otherwise, they go down a path that is the opposite of positive, fun, and happy. You get one life. Like, I don't understand why you'd be, like, wanting to lead it with hate and anger. Like, mm-hmm. it just seems like 
a waste of time. Yeah, what a waste of time. Like, this yeah. is your one life. Like, yeah. why would you waste it? Being, being so being, so angry. Just like, so angry. Yeah. That's so well Don't put. Don't be I'm like, so I'm trying well to have put. a party. Yeah. And, like, if the kids want to have a nice time life. watching the drag queen, let them watch the drag queen. Literally. I will say this. This is not an ad for you to tell me to come to your local library and read to the children. Because <laughs> I don't want to see a child. But there are plenty of drag queens that are more than happy to add to these the enrichment of these like yes, amazing kids yes. that are our future. And it's not even just like ignorance. Like it would help actual queer children to sit there and go, I'm not alone. And I didn't mm. have that moment until I was 20. And a lot 20, of people don't, 21 right? years totally. old. When you can where go out I, into that scene and you can see that. I like, watched, you have to when you're younger? I watched yeah. Drag Race and I went to a queer space and went, oh, I'm not an ally. These are my people. Hmm. This I makes sense. Yeah, mm-hmm. I am a queer. Mm-hmm. Um, and if we can do that for children when they're five years old mm. or younger or whenever, mm. it just makes their whole life so much easier because they know their place. Yeah. They don't have to spend 20 years of their life going, where do I fit in? I actually don't know mm. because I haven't been exposed to this area of totally. the world. Like, Let drag story time happen yeah this is the protest it is frustrating um i think the main thing as well is that what people are forgetting is that this is it's just it is just homophobia disguised as trying to protect children people people will always go to think of the children even when gay marriage they're like but what about like if they want to have kids and i'm like okay (laughs) and i'm like but what do you want we're talking about marriage. Yeah. yeah. What, what have kids got to do with this? Yeah. Anyway. Um, Those so we, are just so intertwined. Yeah. Like you get married, you have kids. They're like, you need like a positive role model of both parents. I'm like, some kids don't even have one or either. So I'm like... But and also, also an insult to like women who just can't have... Was that what you going to say? Who yes. just can't have kids. Mm. Like, what if I got married and I just didn't want to fucking have a child because I want money and I want to go travel? Like... Yeah. Or you... No one question. Well, people do question that. No. But no one questions it as much as they do in like, yeah, queer relationships. As well recently, what was the other thing the conservatives were mad about? Lightyear, the new Buzz Lightyear film from Disney. It got banned in China and stuff. Same-sex kiss between two women, I believe. Yeah. And it's a second. A second. Yeah. And it's like, from what I've read, I haven't seen the film. From Mm. what I've read, it's just like, it's a minor, like, not even part of the plot. It's just like a brief, like, I don't know. A peck. It's a brief. It's a brief part of the plot. It doesn't really matter. Mm. Um, and some people are like, oh, like they're shoving it down our throat. But I'm like, to conservatives, gay people kissing is worse than like a straight couple like having full frontal sex yeah. on camera. Yeah, but and also, I'm like, absolutely, I'm like, I'm like, I can think of one thing that is more harmful to children, and it's not the, the two wives a having a kid pet. Like what? Yeah, but can we also what? talk about Sleeping Beauty, which is a non consensual yes. kiss mm. where he kisses a past also out bestiality like yeah, hello like there's Fucked so up. many other disney films that are promoting so many like so much worse than a same-sex kiss no but that's but too, like, that's a woman and a man it doesn't matter <clears throat> it's just disgusting ridiculous i don't know i don't understand i i've genuinely i think from to protect myself i've never sat down with like a person who was against that sort of thing and like tried to understand it oh it's my dad hi i'll chat with him <laughs> i'll have a chat with him um but like it's it's i've just never tried i've never had the energy to sit down with someone and i i kind of want to but I unfortunately think- they are under the impression that they are under attack so yes. they don't bring up their opinions uh in front of other no. people they bring it up online Absolutely. when i was in university mm-hmm. like i went to a like kind of conservative university and it would be funny because like i would talk about um my experience i wouldn't bring up being gay but i brought up being in a gay club and no one said anything uh in person 
But then on our like Slack chat, um, I had a very snide comment um, that what I brought up was inappropriate. And I was like, oh. Interesting. Yeah. And I was like, Why do you have the guts to tell me in person? I think it's because they are under the impression that they are being like edged out of society, which I don't think is true. I'm happy to embrace everyone in society, mm-hmm. but like, that's oh, kind of we um I don't I, I, yeah I was I, just I, I don't, I'm just gonna uh, I'm embrace most stable-minded people yeah. in society. Well, we talked um, about that with Erica. Uh, we had a guest on, um, and mm. they were saying about like game culture and how a lot of like cis het white men feel like they're being pushed out of their culture that they've had for so long because like queer games are coming in, oh God, and it's I like you can actually out of a culture. that would be really have, bad. Yeah. You can That'd actually be so have bad. both. You know, you don't... Period. It's not pushing one thing out just because you're living your life the way you want to. Yeah, there's room for everyone. And it was never it was never a straight club. Like, there's no definition. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Just because that's the traditional, you know... And I think Erica also talked about... Being around for um, so long doesn't mean anything. Erica mm. also talked about the left-handed thing and how being left-handed people like children used to get it beaten out of them you weren't mm. supposed to be left-handed mm. you had to write with your right hand and when people those rules went away the statistics, the, the statistics like skyrocketed yeah. for left-handed people and they were like there's so many of them and then it plateaued and it kind of just mm. is what it is now mm-hmm. and that is the same for trans i think they said trans people mm. where this statistic oh like there's like a correlation has, in like a, yeah. has skyrocketed but eventually it's just going to plateau because these people always existed yeah, totally. they just were shunned or you know killed yeah. horribly I've, or i um, i know. love like gay history not like like obviously I, I love modern gay history um especially during pride month like i always learn something Period. new about like like pride in the past 100 years mm-hmm. but like uh when i was in university one of my subjects was like journalism throughout the ages and it was it goes back to like like the year 500 you know yeah. Interesting. and i was learning about like queer icons throughout history like alexander the great Power bottom. Hmm. Love it. You know what I mean? Like love. What's your opinion on, you know, when people like conservative people, I guess, say like, oh, the only reason that there's so many transgender people and gay people now is because it's like a woke culture. Because I guess woke culture, like culture. They say people only do this because it's cool to be that. It's very cool to be gay. It is. Join the club. I will say (laughs) I am very cool. When I walk through Fortitude Valley in full drag, I'm the coolest bitch on that fucking strip. But like, because I guess that's the whole thing. Like, is it? I have no, I, I don't think no. I have. Sympathy, I don't think I have sympathy to it because I did spend so long in the outer. So now that I mm. have found a place where I'm celebrated, I'm like, okay, well, not my problem. Yeah, yeah. So on that, what would your advice be for anyone thinking of getting into drag? Oh my god, don't. What's the best piece of advice that you've received from a fellow queen? To my play advice that up? to everyone else is: do not get in drag. There's enough drag queens. I need the work. Don't take my work. <laughs> don't take that. my Every gigs. Now and then, someone's like, "I'm thinking of starting drag," and I'm like, "Don't." And no. I'm like, and I just make up. It's really expensive. And I'll just make up like insane rumors yeah. to stop them from doing <laughs> drag. First question was people getting into drag. Yeah. yeah. What would you advise? Oh my god, I get asked this all the time. <laughs> um, like every single fucking comment on TikTok, people come into my DMs just being like, "I want to start drag. How do I start?" And I'm mm-hmm. like, "Drag is a very, very specific sport and art form. Not a contact sport, though. It's not a contact Mimi. sport. Oh, she's watched Drag Race. Um, <laughs> it is a very specific sport and art form. And if you are scared of doing it, it is already not for you. Okay. Period. Mm-hmm. I like that. And yeah. I say that with only love for drag because 
drag is uh, my life and it is now, as we spoke about before, drag is now my religion. So Mm -hmm. I would say that people wanting to do drag, if you have something inside of you that says, I have have a higher power in myself that I can only reach by making a new part of myself that my day-to-day persona can't be, Mm -hmm. then you've absolutely got that. And every now and then you can sort of clock there's oh, every single year there's new drag queens that come through. I've been that drag queen. Everyone's been that new drag queen. But every year there's a new new and new drag queens and some of them start, they do it for six months and they drop off. But you can tell when you look them in the eyes that they've got this, like, they've got the thing. Yeah. And you've either got it or you don't. And seeing new drag that of new performers, queens, kings, uh, like non-gender drag, which is really exciting. Mm-hmm. When you look at them in the eyes and you talk about drag and you can see that they've just got it, that's so exciting. Mm. So if you know you've got it, flaunt it. If you know that yes. you've got the thing, if you know you've got the the drag brain, don't do us a disservice and hide your talent because we all want to see it. Yeah. We all want to see your drag. Yeah. Okay. What you want to slay? Oh, oh, nice. <laughs> so <laughs> Ella's like cringing. <laughs> So who in the drag community, locally, globally, worldwide, Mm. around the world, Mm. inspires you? I think that worldwide queens get enough recognition as it is. We'll give back to the local girls. Um, I started drag because I watched Slaying Mantis win the Starlet finale in 2019. Period. I watched the Slaying Mantis and I was like, I want to do that. Mm-hmm. Nice. So the slang mantis mm-hmm. to me is like the the blueprint of like a really cool drag artist. Mm-hmm. Um, What's their kind of vibe? Uh, ooky spooky, but also sexy. And also which Beverly Kills is definitely on that. Yeah, level. you've definitely yeah. Yeah, taken ooky that on spooky, with like sexy, the sexy. Yeah. Yeah, choreography dancer, yeah. train uh, dancer. I'm pretty sure. Not a train dancer. No, They're no, a train dancer. <laughs> Mantis. Yeah. Mantis is a train dancer. Oh, I'm making about myself. Lol. Um, <laughs> not a train dancer. Yeah, for me, like the slang Mantis. Um, I remember watching my like my first like over 18 drag show I saw it was actually at Fluffy which is ironic because I now work there mm, Volleyball was hosting and again going back to that thing she was just the most electrifying yeah. host and like most people have probably seen in Brisbane has seen Volley host and she is her microphone skills are unmatched like yeah. she just has this energy that commands every single person in the room and you can't teach that Volley yeah. just has it and she's got it yeah. and I'm jealous of the bitch because yeah. she does Yeah, Volley um, was the first queen that I ever saw mm. perform in Melbourne mm. Um, Volley was in Melbourne. What was she doing in Melbourne? She was hosting a show, yes. like a tour, one of the yeah, like a drag fest. Or something. Yeah, oh, yeah, cool. and it and was again, so good. Commands the entire room yep. in 0.5 seconds. Yep. Incredible, Pretty incredible cool. that skill. Mm-hmm. That's so cool. Very good. But she's absolutely like worked on that because she's very good. I'm just like blowing steam up Volley's ass now. Hi girl. <laughs> um, but she's absolutely cultivated that skill as yep. a businesswoman an artist a, a comedian like she's just done all these things to get her to that point that's and awesome. mm-hmm. i really look up to her for it yeah um and that same night i also saw uh luna thick's debut at fluffy as well stop yeah that then, is now so again cool. i run it because then i got to share my debut with her and yeah. it's, it's, it's all a big full circle moment i love that but i hadn't even started drag yet and i was like watching it and it was luna thick crimson coco and evangeline and they were doing thick shape which is like we just group. saw them all at rhythmology yeah. oh rhythmology was so amazing good. if you missed tickets to rhythmology you're a pleb um yeah now it's closed so you can't yeah i think they do it once every six months but oh, i really? can't confirm that Interesting. yeah it was um, amazing i saw luna thick and just was like 
Because again, Everything. my idea of drag was just from what I saw on TV. Yeah. And then I got to see Thick Shake and I was like, oh my God, this is Wait. drag. And I was like, I guess it is drag. Thick and then shake. by the end of the show, I was like, whoa, that's, I'm doing, yeah. that's drag. I am obsessed with Thick Shake. Mm. I, there, was, there was a moment in time where I was going to be a queen. I never did like, never did anything about it, but I grew up a dancer. Yeah. So trained dancer, competitively danced. Wait, for- you were going to be a drag queen? Yeah. That I thought about can, it. So cool. I thought about it for a long that. time because I, I would like to see it. Please do it. I can't sing. I'm not a singer, but I competitively dance for. And that's a shame because every drag queen is such a good singer. Well, no, I just <laughs> meant like I, I've always wanted to perform and I couldn't do it vocally. <laughs> um, but I danced my whole life competitively almost my whole life I stopped in when I graduated high school so a little while ago now hmm. um and I watched Thick Shake and I went oh, oh shit oh yeah. so there are dancers cool 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 cool, cool. that's so um cool. and then I just thought about it and was like uh like it was that moment of like if you're too scared to do it it's not for you mm. and I think I yeah had, oh I, fuck yeah yeah I had that moment of like they have that unmatched I, confidence yeah I <laughs> am too scared to do this and I just don't think I, I watch can. yeah I will sit here and but watch and, learn the and hoot and like, holler you but do know that this is a series of you becoming a drag queen. I think it's The query is an accidental hey anthology guys. series of you turning into a hey drag queen. Hey, guys. So she ready. thought she was an ally and she was a queer. <laughs> and then she thought she was an audience <laughs> member, but she was actually I the queen. queen. Every, well, every single drag queen has had that storyline. Every single drag queen was a patron first. Interesting. There um, was no drag queen that just became a drag queen and was never an audience yeah, member. Yeah, you have to be watching. Yeah. Um, other queens I look up to. Um, I look up to a lot of the queens where they do things that I could never do. So, mm-hmm. like the comedy queens and the like the mixed queen when I say mixed queens like they make their performance is like the comedy act so like a uh, friend of the pod Lula Mans. I think mm-hmm. BB Gunn is one of the funniest people in the world and also like a top tier human recently featured on I think NRMA Insurance's Stop. Instagram page yeah it was very fierce I was, like, I was like go BB yeah because she did um she like helped all these queens and like queer artists oh, like yes, pay yes, their yes. bills um, over pay the bills. Yeah, yeah, no, it was I, so fierce I and, I was, and yeah. I saw it and I was like I'm oh, finally getting the recognition she deserves maybe yes. about a year and a half too late but that's fine yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah like Lulu, BB, Volley uh, Mandy's Patience on the Sewing Machine is something oh. I like Cannot get it. I am Mandy Moobs. Such a Mandy Moobs stand. Like putting it's the Instagram ridiculous. Up. Yeah. Yes, I am yes. the biggest Mandy Moobs stand. Mm-hmm. Where I feel like I've gone to a lot of shows and it's gotten to the point where I'm quite friendly with a lot of the queens. And so when I watch them, I'm like, yes, that's my friend, or like, you know, whatever. But when I go to a Mandy Moobs show, I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> it's Mandy. Yeah, and yeah. I still like have that like Iconic. exciting like fangirl moment when mm-hmm. I see her because I love her so much. Yeah. So good. Mandy's sort of turned into like a like an accidental mentor for me and she would hate I to admit that. that she's gonna watch this back and be like i'm not your fucking mentor fuck <laughs> off. Like, fuck you, off. Lo- you fucking loser but yeah. she she has and i, I tell That's her i tell cute. her all the time and yeah yeah she's a great i feel school. what number episode are we up to i don't know do we six? this is six what uh, oh, six oh God, we love episode six. Of the am i right i feel like six for six episodes of mentioning mandy moves has she been mentioned and everyone? or the yeah, hemmingbird a yeah. lot literally every i think literally every episode yeah I love. love you. I could just list like every drag queen that I love in Brisbane. The first one that comes to mind that I haven't mentioned is Scarlet Fever. Oh, yes. um, electrifying entertainer. So funny. Excellent. Queen of the makeup brush. Love her. Um, there's just too many coming to mind and I feel like people are just going to start getting offended if I don't. Yeah, yeah you can't so gonna, many. Yeah. I'm going to leave it at that. Well, and if I say any more, then... We can segue from that, from this discussion, into mm. what makes you most proud to be queer. I would dare say that I don't think I'm very... My pride in myself as a drag queen does not come from being queer. It comes from 
being myself. Like I feel like my connection to like my queerness is natural mm-hmm. in, and what I mean by that is like, I'm not saying that someone else's is like fake, um, but I do drag because to me, that's like my resting state. Sure. Like I went away to Canada for a few weeks with my partner for his brother's wedding. And when I got back, I was like, I need to get into, I need to get into drag. I don't care if I'm paid to do it or not. I need to get into drag mm-hmm. right now. And the second I got to sit down for the gig, I was like, cool. <laughs> and that was the moment, that was a moment there where I was like, okay, I'm in, I'm doing the right job. This yeah. is the place I'm meant to be. So my pride in that sort of comes from like, just knowing that, you know, I'm just doing me. Gorgeous. I feel like Did I just finish the podcast? I feel like well, 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 we're going to ask you if you have anything to plug, any, you know, shows, events, things coming yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, when's this getting released? Sunday? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, <laughs> Fluffy is every week at Cloudland. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is... Uh, it's I, the religion. I, it's the church. That is gay church. <laughs> um, <laughs> it is where <laughs> myself, Volley Levant, Scarlet Fever, Luna Thick, Mandy Moobs, and our fabulous dancers, Nick Dryden, and Ashley all come together oh, to that was, do how many times gay shit that? a lot of times. Um, every single Sunday at Cloudland, the event is called Fluffy. Shows are from 9.30 with doors at 8 o'clock. Uh, produced by DJ Harry K. It's a fabulous event. We just, Again, if you are a gay person or an ally, you are welcome to come and it's enjoy. Um, I'm just, just maybe follow the Instagram. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Instagram's at the Beverly Kills. I've never so got to, I've never Insta. got to be on a podcast and plug my social media. Um, yeah. Insta- You've um, lost your podcast virginity. Yeah, I was going to say, I remember my first time. You might be on Instagram <laughs> at the Beverly Kills. Um, it's at thebeverlykills.com.au. And we've also got, I don't know, dot au. Just thebeverlykills.com. Oh. Uh, email is hello at the Beverly Kills if you want to book me yeah, um, to perform at your birthday, wedding, or funeral. Um, my funeral, please. Oh my god, I can talk about this. I'll ask them and make sure we can include yep. this. Yeah. Um, I made a joke like a year ago, being like, "Book me." Here's my email. Um, um, birthdays, weddings, and funerals. Lol. And then I got a message a few days ago from someone who has a. I, I don't want to say the incorrect thing, but I believe a form of terminal illness, or so they have treatment a lot for their illness, and they said. I don't know what life has in store for me. Um, would you do me the honor of performing at my funeral? And I was like, and they, they, they don't know when it is. Like they, they, they have yeah. a, they have a life expectancy that is a giant question mark. Mm-hmm. Um, but they were like, would you perform my funeral? And I was like, can I turn it into a roast? Oh yeah. And they said, yes. So I was like, perfect. And oh, I was like, long. you know, the episode of drag race where yeah, Lady, yeah, Lady Bunny's like roast. Casket? And I was like, <laughs> can I do a roast? And they said, fuck yeah. And I was like, that yes. is the best thing so I've ever heard. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, wow, I've really just lived up to the name and the branding. Wait, like, if I die tomorrow, can you do that for me, please? Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks. So like, Only if you die tomorrow, though. Only tomorrow, not the next <laughs> yeah, day. Yeah, not the uh, next it'll day. be convenient. Um, I'll like do like a... I'll do like <laughs> Keep a my ju- schedule free. A jump, a jump split from the open casket onto the ground. Yes. yes. Not the open <laughs> casket. Not the open <laughs> casket. Period. I'll do your makeup. Oh, yeah. Yeah, do full drag. What do they call it? Cosmetology? When you... No. No, they're, no, they're like um um it. um. I know what you're talking about. It's not cosmetology. That's just normal makeup. More mortician. more mortician. No, mortician. not a mortician. Mortician's not a makeup. No, a mortician is. Are they? Yeah, mortician. Isn't brush. a mortician just mortician's a mortician's brush? Isn't brush. a mortician just a person that houses like they're like just like the. And they put them in drag. <laughs> Do they? Is a mortician the person that dresses? It's a drag mortician. No, they yeah. put them. No, no. Is it? We'll confirm. Who's the person that we'll does makeup and makeup. dresses them? I, mortician is a mortician, not just. I'm thinking of a morgue. I th- I'm thinking we'll of a morgue. It out. We'll figure I'm it out. We'll figure it out. Thinking okay. of a morgue. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're good. Mortician, it is. 
Anyway. Morticia <laughs> Adams is beautiful and she's undead. It's oh, a mortician. Morticia <laughs> Adams. Oh, that's Morticia Adams. Because. <laughs> Which is like a this podcast has gone on too long. Oh, we can do cheers. Adams. It's gone on for too long. Okay, we're going crazy. Um, so we've come to the end. This is the end of the pod. Oh, no. Oh, thank so you so sad. much for coming on. To yes. Thank you for having me. Thank, thank you for letting me come on as it well. Has thank you for letting actually us take your so much fun. Your podcast virginity. It's been the best. Um, do you know who the next guest is? Because maybe I can like plug them. We do, but it's a secret squirrel. Okay, secret? secret squirrel. Okay. Yeah, well, I think it is. Okay, yeah, so yeah, secret yeah, for the, it's for the listeners. Secret. We'll tell you after. Okay. Well, secret yeah, we've listeners. got a few lined up. They can actually. plug themselves when oh, they're here. Yeah, they will. They'll just promote <laughs> themselves. That's all good. Um, what, Gorgeous. Okay, clink. Go? Let's do a clink. We just do a clink. Oh, thanks for watching. Okay, bye. bye.